What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Jay Math, fourth generation angry black man of the World Peace Podcast. I just want to say thank you for everybody who's been tuning in. I know we've been um, switching things up over the past few months. There's only been five-minute episodes, but if you want to listen to the World Peace Podcast in full, the way it's intended to be, 20 to 30, 40 maybe even 50-minute episodes, you can go to show.substack.com or Google Show Discipline Magazine. And as you get there, please sign up to our newsletter with your email, and you will find episodes of the World Peace Podcast. If you can't find them on the front page, please use the uh, search bar um, and search World Peace Podcast. We are um, partnering up with Show Discipline Magazine, man. Shout out, shout out to them. Shout out to you guys for tuning in, man. Peace. Check, 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 check. All right, so we're here, man. Um, I'll do it like this. This is episode 111, man. World Peace Podcast, hosted by your boy Jay Laff. We're back at it again. Um, IG Live, another special guest, another special time. Um, I have a very talented artist in the Atlanta area, not from Atlanta, right? No, not originally. In the Atlanta area. (laughs) (laughs) Frankie J is here. I want to say thank you um, for taking the time out to join the podcast and um, sharing some time with me today. So um, how are you doing today? I'm well. It's been a busy morning already. Busy morning? I'm just happy to be alive. Yes. Busy, <laughs> busy make, morning. Busy makes the time go by. Yes, but I want the time to slow down. Yeah, it's Saturday. I hear you. It's <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, right? What are we doing with that? Okay, Frankie J, um, legendary artist in the Atlanta area, okay? Um, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi. Um, born and raised. I will rip it to the day I die. But I've been here about four years. And, I mean, it's been good for me. I okay. love it here for me. Okay. Um, what was it? Um, how are the... What were your, like, music experiences? Or, uh, 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 I guess, like, how... What was the music culture like in Jackson? Well, um, I grew up real churchy. I come from a real churchy family. So, like, I wasn't even really, like, beyond exposed until high school. I was about to go to college or something like that. Mm -hmm. But um, if I wasn't around Christian music, I was wearing a lot of blues. Um, My dad was, like, a lover of jazz. And I think that's why I love jazz. But, like, he would just play it consistently and play rock and roll and Cypress Hill and Journey. So, shit, my realm of music in my living space growing up was different for me versus everyone around my perimeter. Because they were just on, you know, what was hype then. But more so, if anything, blues. That's what it is. It be just purely blues and quartets and stuff like that. That's crazy. Um, who are you, who are um, some of your favorite, not even artists, like, do you have, like, a maybe a go-to blues record that you, that you play? Honestly, I do not listen to blues. I despise. <laughs> I despise blues. That's what we grew uh, up on. That's not what we're doing yeah, now. I, just, I push it far, 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 far away. No, no doubt. Um, if I could do any artists that I listen to on a normal day, definitely um, Prince. Okay. Um, I like to incorporate like Cypress Hill. Um, it's it's okay. time. I love time. Time was one of my favorite, favorite artists growing up. Still is one of my favorite artists to this day. And I try to ram around those because 
um, and Funkadelic. I love a lot of funk music, okay. but I like to incorporate it. A lot of heavy jazz, bass right? going on. Yes. Um, a lot of heavy bass. Eddie, yes. Herbie Hancock. Right. Everybody like that. Everybody really loves Herbie, though. Yes, yes. Everybody loves Herbie. Shout out to Herbie Hancock. Um, so... Okay, so blues was kind of the upbringing. Um, you seem very eclectic. What are some of, I guess, just like, what was the process of you even getting into music? Like, how did you dive into that? So it was crazy. I'm going to try to make it so short. Um, before I transitioned here, my cousins and I, we grew up in a church, like I said, and we had like a singing group. And initially it was forced upon us by my auntie. And I just never felt like I fit in singing gospel music, but I did it because my fam loved it. Were you in like and the choir? I was in the choir, but we had a like branch off group, just us. Like we was doing concerts, we was traveling different places and singing. Like it was a big thing to us at that age. For sure. And then I transitioned into college. Um, I did choral, like I went there for choir and I had a little style shit for that. And that just wasn't it. But I always noticed, like, um, when I would listen to music, it was more so scores. Like, mm. I'm a sick fan of scores and, like, um, video game music really? or anything like that. Yes, that, like, gets me emotional. So, as I, as I was in um, college, I was, like, grasping towards more of those individuals who liked those music. I didn't even notice that I was doing it. I just slowly transitioned into liking music by the time I moved to Atlanta. Mm. I love music before. Love music before. Um, could tell you whatever you want to need to know about music or, but I noticed I was, when I got to college, I was hearing, I mean, when I got to Atlanta, the way I was dissecting music was totally different. Um, I would be in a room or listening to a band. I was like, I'm a big fan of going to cats and okay. people yeah, would listen sure. to like the singer. And I could never, like, I'm not lying. I could never listen to the singer. Even to this day, I can, but I don't. And you would think I played every instrument in the world because all I hear is instruments. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm no. <laughs> I know. I, mean. I can play the acoustic a little bit, but I cannot play the bass as well. I started when I thought. But I would just go and I would just be there. And I noticed that when I got to Atlanta, um, a lot of my homies from back home were living here already. Mm. And I still wasn't singing. I came mm. here, I was just a teacher. And um, I knew I could sing, but like growing up in church, my voice honestly did not fit um, as much as I thought it would have, but it didn't. So when I moved here, my homies used to just sign me up for random. We'll be at a speakeasy and they'll just sign me up for something. Mm -hmm. And I would just go up there and sing my same time. You know, everybody go to Eric Rodney Tyrone. At the time, that's all I was singing. Was that's, hey, and um, I didn't have a music. No, for real. I didn't yeah. have a music name. But it just, it was crazy because every time I would go to like a speakeasy and I would ask them to play on one of my favorite songs, Harlem Blues, mm -hmm. nobody ever knew how to play it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if I'm going to go to these open mics or these speakeasies, and the things that I'm wanting to hear, like Rihanna La Hobbit, that nobody is referencing it, I don't think I could ever see. I didn't have a band. So uh, my homies would just sign me up. And one day, we was all chilling, hanging out. And one of my homies was like, what you like? I said, I love Frank Sinatra. And we just played about it. I said, one day, I just, I just want a special music name. So it was this one speak easy at Cats. And they had signed me up with a name. Because my name, my, my government name is Jasmine. Mm -hmm. Everybody called me Frankie. Mm -hmm. But, um... Okay. They had signed up and was like, Exclusive. Exclusive. Do not call me Jane. Sorry, Mom. But um, they signed me up with Frankie J. And I was looking around, who the hell is that? Like, genuinely, like, waiting for whomever that is. And they're like, hey, it's you. And I'm like, me? Yeah. So I went up there and I yeah. sung. But I was able to sing, it was crazy. I was able to sing Harlem Blues that night. And they knew it to the T. Like, factories, everything came in. And it was beautiful. And after that, 
I sat with it for a while. I was like, not a music name, but just singing, trying to be an artist. And I was so appreciative that the homies I had at the time, they really covered me mm-hmm. and helped me pave a way to like start just doing little bitty things. They, they'll have a gig and they'll be like, oh, you want to sing in this intermission? Stuff like that. And that's how I slowly began. And I honestly say my homies gave me my name. I didn't come up with that name on my own. No, nah, that's how that it goes. That's was, good. <laughs> Nobody should ever give anybody a nick. Like you shouldn't give yourself your own nickname. That's that yeah, doesn't. Uh-huh. That's not validated, man. And, you know that makes you a real one. <laughs> so, um, um, I was doing a little research, and um, you had an article on or an interview with So Far Sounds. It looks like, uh-huh. and you were talking about how um, you liken music to waves on a beach, and so. I know. So if I hear this again, I'm, I'm sorry. Did I do that? Somebody already asked you that? I'm happy about it. After so far, I'm sorry. I'm going to let you finish it out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm happy about it. Go ahead. Okay. Um, What is the ideal... See, all right. So what's the ideal beach day for Frankie J? All right. So I love the water. I have not been as much as I should recently, but... For sure. When I when I go there, you know, we're African-American. Shout out to my black people forever. Melanie Dyer. When we're there, we go to dress up, show off our bodies, lay out, see who can get, you know, catch a catch a drink, you know, catch hey. a blunt or a spill or something I mean. like that. <laughs> and we're not really just sitting there engaging and trying to be one. People love to pretend to be deep and be like, I'm one with the earth, I'm one hey. with the water. For sure. But when I'm when I'm there, it could be so many people around me, friends or no friends. I connect myself with where I'm trying to go. It's like a future thing. And that silence, that peace, yeah. kind of uplifts my mental. So whatever negativity I'm really dealing with at that moment, I'm still dealing with it. I'm not, it's not going to go away, but it becomes a silence. So when you're watching the wave, people always sit there. We wait so long for a big wave or for a big storm to come so we can have big waves, but not paying attention to the small ones that's coming up on the shore. Mm-hmm. And the, those are just as important because if those do not build, then you'll never have a big wave. Mm. And I feel like that's how it is as artists. We're always looking for that big break. We're looking for that big wave. We're looking for that one shot mm-hmm. to have that one hit. And we're like, damn, I made it. Mm-hmm. But if you just, even some some of the, some people are blessed enough to not have to start so low and build. They can just get that break and take off. But sometimes you get that break too fast and you take off. Once you take off, you just crash. You it might never be too really much care. for you. Yeah, yeah you, just, you just crash. So if you just take your time and sometimes pay attention to those small waves and let that build, when you get to the big waves, you're now a surfer. You can you can tolerate, you can balance the big waves. Mm-hmm. So it means more. And that's just how I view it when they ask me about myself. I'm like, you know, I just look at music as a big wave because people are always trying to listen to um, what they're saying or the extra beat. But listen to all the things in those briefings they added in. Like, I'd be like, damn, you heard that? And people are like, no. Like, but you didn't hear that, though? It was just that you're paying attention beat. to the, yeah, it, to it the it details. To level. Yeah, so that's when I started, like, recently started thinking like, okay, if I'm going to do music, I love singing. I mm. genuinely do love singing, but I want to do so much more. Yeah. I, if I could just create scores, and it sounds crazy, I'm sorry I'm saying it. Now, it doesn't, like though. Video game. No, shit, for real, like video games and shit, just being in the back but still in the front, I would love to do that because what you're hearing um, builds so much, it creates volumes and emotions. Without mm. those emotions, you, you you putting these words on this song with just nah, beat, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that ain't doing shit. No, the no, mind, no, no, the soul no, no. is just Without the music, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Without the music going with the actual visual for mm-hmm. anything, a TV show, a game, like you said, yeah, you're right. Like it has to has to work together so you could feel that. Like you said, that emotion. That's a hundred percent right. 
And yeah, you should do that. I think you should definitely do that. Because <laughs> you yeah, actually understand really that concept. That. That's like really dope. Um, yeah, that's cool. Um, what's one of the. What do I want to ask you? I had another question I want to ask you. Oh, um, what are some of your aspirations just musically? <sighs> okay. Um, well, not aspirations. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just always it. That's um, okay. That's all good. Liana Lahavid, um, I really, really, really love her and her voice. When it comes to music, like listening to, it's, it's going to be crazy, but just last year, I started loving Corey Henry, the keyboard player, the piano player. I don't and, know about and Michael Lee. Oh, sorry. No, and, you're and good. Michael Lee, he's mm-hmm. a bass player. But my aspirations are running around those people, um, Anderson Pack, Prince, for Word. sure, but definitely Thomas. Okay. Thomas is often overlooked, just like Jacob Collier. And these people are like musical genius. Like, and I don't, I don't really want to unfold and make music like them but i've noticed like as i've grown sometimes i have to go back and listen to old videos just to dissect my growth and my voice yeah. or even what i'm looking for yeah and far as vocal sometimes i feel like um my aspiration is completely on the hobbies because even though she doesn't i'm not a runner i don't do all these runs i'm not a jazz Sullivan, but i speak from my soul and i don't and i want to say it's rooted from like me loving nina nina simone and blackbird and that version and when they incorporated the new version a while ago, um, I liked how both of them balanced, but the rootness and the in-depthness of Nina Simone's version yeah. just overpowered everything else. So I have to say all those people around, according to so many more people, of my aspiration, because I wanted to be able to blend. You know how people make music and it's not just one genre? Yeah. I love being able to say I'm not an indie artist. Mm-hmm. I'm not an alternative artist. Mm-hmm. Because it just depends on what it is I really, really want to push. You like a lot I'm of different doing. things. And so yes, you don't want to be... And music shouldn't be boxed. like that anyway, though. I don't want to be boxed. Mm-hmm. And those collective people that constantly come in and like Tom Rich, like he's worked with so many different people. And his, um, I love being able to say that I have a distinct voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have the best singing voice in some ears, but you'll know that's Frankie's voice. And that's how I feel when I think about Tom Rich and people like that. Their gifts speak for them. So even if they do something really subtle, You'll know it's them. They they stamped it. So those are really my inspirations to not be like these people, but grow Mm. like these people. Okay. Oh, and one more thing. Keep an individuality. Every person I spoke of has not changed for me. Mm -hmm. They are the same person. Uh, Leon Lahada still stay in a small cottage, and they live their normal lives, but they do not settle or conform to what's offered to them. I don't want to ever say I'm going to do that because, yeah, the money may be great, but it's going to take my personality and character away. That's the issue for me. So that's, I've been thinking, is that a reason why it takes me so long to take off or what is going to happen after here? But I prefer to be patient in my individuality than conform to anything I don't want to do. Okay. That's tight. No, I agree with all of that, too. Um, I feel like um, you did a show with Garrisol that I was a part of a couple years back. Am I tripping? What show is this? Because I, I remember everything. It's like a couple years ago. I don't know exactly. I don't really remember the name. They had uh, it's rooted expressions. What? Was there? Yes, I've done a rooted expression. Okay. Hear yeah, 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 yep, yep, yes, yep. I've yep. done that before. Okay. Uh, I remember now. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely remember seeing you perform doing that over there, and that was it was good. It was excellent. Um, Thank you. Let's see what else do I have here. Um... I mean, you already answered like three of my questions in that last part right there. What are um, some values 
for collaboration? Meaning, like, what are, like, some things that people have to have if they want to work with you, be a part of your team? What are things that you're looking for, if anything? Okay, it's going to come off weird, but, okay. You have to be truthful. Not mm-hmm. about what you want, but who you are. Mm-hmm. Once I notice you're a poser and you're just trying to be that person in that space, I can't work with you. Being authentic to what you want to project is a big thing to me. Not trying to mimic what you hear, what you see is a big thing to me. But valuing, valuing your self-worth and not altering for anybody, that's a big thing for me. So once I, like, I'm going to use the expression, I love that group of individuals because they are genuinely individuals. Mm-hmm. No matter how young they are, no matter what they're doing, holding that space to be able to just be you in music is a big thing to me. Because you're genuinely, at that moment, you're offering out only what you believe. Mm-hmm. You're not offering out to get sales. So for me to collab with somebody, I have to know, no matter what it may bring from what we're offering out, we remain solid to what we believe in. And and we really, really dug deep in our space to project that to people to get, even if it don't reach a lot of people, that's a big thing to me. I don't want you to say, I mean, yeah, you can say I want to reach millions, but as long as I reach a person, that's yeah. every day, impact a person, yeah. that's enough for me. No, that's so once true. I have like these solidarity conversations like this and I feel like my partner, she always tells me, um, you're like, I can read the room real easy. Yeah. And it's not a judgment. It's not mean. It's blunt. But yeah. it's also you have to know what you want to accept. So once I don't want to accept that space, no matter how talented it is, I promise you, I just don't want to work with them. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Well, you, that sounds like you know your boundaries. One thing that's interesting to me about what you said is when you um, affect, like when you can just affect one person, because it's just um, like having one person... Um, be a fan for a lifetime rather than having a bunch of people be real flaky like it'd be mm-hmm. really important and it, it does no, impact it does impact um like people when you when you're doing something that really cuts through it really does impact somebody and i think it does mean a lot more when you can focus mm-hmm. on that i got a few more questions and then i'm gonna let you go no, it's frankie j episode 111 i think it's a very <laughs> dope number yeah. for the episode too on a, you know, know. right you know what I mean? I think that's a really cool number for that. Um, is there anything that you've been wanting to say in an interview that you haven't got a chance to say? Mm. That's a good one, right? I worked on that one. <laughs> I know. I know. That's a good one. I'll be working on these joints, man. Man, I want it full authentic. Um, let me see. Mm. Well, I think that's it. Okay, I do want to say something about myself. Let's get it. All right. I would like people, um, nothing that I've heard or experienced, but it's something that I experienced personally. And people may not know I have extreme anxiety. Nobody knows that because I talk to somebody. Like, but when I'm on stage, I'm just clear. But before and after, I have anxiety. But the, at the before is because I know people, when they see a person and you have this facade, they expect I want people to know, don't expect anything when I get on stage. Do not expect me to do this because I have this or have these people behind me or she looks like this or you think I'm fly. Whatever you think, don't expect that. And it's not in a negative connotation. It's because I'm coming to just give you what I have. Yeah. So if if you're coming expecting something from me and I'm, I'm giving you what I have and it's not enough, it's because you can't expect it from an individual you don't even know. So with that being said, do not expect nothing from me. Also, I've learned something about myself. I would like to tell people, I am not that person 
even though I'm still chill, I'm very modest. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, being covered, not full, like, you know, but like not having to be exposed to get people to want to hear me or do that. Because sometimes when you have all that, it may not sound good, but I, I like to be able to be comfortable with whatever I'm wearing. So I'm about to start getting into a space where I'm no longer about to be dressed and I'm about to be myself. I want to wear a beanie and a shirt and some kicks. That's what I'm wearing to this show. So I want people to just accept me and know that I am not a, a performer. I'm not a performer. I'm not going to run around. I am genuinely an artist, a representation of good music and good connection. So about me, just, you know, if you have anything to ask me, just ask me, but don't ever expect. Because that, that, that brings a lot of stress to a lot of artists. They don't want to say that. Yeah. But sometimes they go over there and they overdo things that they wouldn't genuinely do because they feel like they need that. They want that. And I, yes, crowd pleasers and all this stuff. We need that too. We need we need folks that drive. Like, um, I'm not a big fan of Beyonce, but I love her because yeah. she can put on an amazing, amazing rising show. to the occasion. But yes, yes, but those are people for those. <laughs> That's not my friend. I mean, she's not trained the whole life for that. Let's yes. get it. If you see me there, and I want to sit on my stool, honestly, smoke my fifth, yeah. whatever I'm doing. That is my that's what, that's what I Hey, do. and on some real shit, some maybe Beyonce might want to do that sometimes too. We never know, man. We never fucking know. And I think what you just said, like, really needs to be heard. That's so you gotta excuse me for all the facial expressions, cause sometimes I be doing these interviews and I just don't be expecting people to just like drop so much like jewelry like that. But like I feel like people definitely need to hear that. What you just said, nah, cause I, yo, I know a lot of people feel that way. But you know, people don't say a lot because nah. a lot of feedback comes back, or they see you differently. But I love—I don't care how you are—I love a person who can be whoever you are. Yeah. I accept you a hundred times better being that person. Yeah, it's <laughs> tough to do that. It's tough to be yourself, so you gotta respect that. Um, Frankie J, this is an amazing interview. This—I feel like um, you're elevating my podcast to like Oprah level right now. I feel like I'm like up, like up after this now. Nah, I feel like you know what I'm saying. I feel like all the I'm comments. Gonna be honest with you, I was so exhausted. I was like, Lord, talking about partner. I was like, girl. No, me too though. <laughs> Can I do this? I was literally just eating ten minutes. No, me too like, though. Lord. No, me too though. But I'm I'm glad we did because, like I said, I really do feel like people need to hear this. We're gonna drop. I'm recording it. We're gonna drop it on my um, newsletter. The newsletter got like five thousand emails on it. Like, so people are definitely gonna dope, hear dope. it. So, um, and I think, like I said, this is definitely something that people. Are gonna want to hear, man. It's nice to know uh, people are like minded, you know? People are, might mm-hmm. be scared to say something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was really dope, man. I appreciate you for that. No, no problem. So, um, World Peace Podcast episode 111, Frankie J blessed us. Um, yeah. Let them know your, your hand. Where can people find you and, you know, all that okay. good jargon? So, as of now, um, finally this year, I'm trying. As you can see, I'm turning this into a studio. I'm very, I'm very cadent. So I'm turning, painting it last night. That's okay. Studio space. Yeah, I got to set it up, but it'll be set up soon. We all support. No judgment trying, here. No, seriously, I'm trying to create um, definitely a music space for myself. This year, I want to put out music that I've created. I've been performing it, trying to see crowd feedback, and it's been really good. So I didn't even know I was good. Word. <laughs> Those spaces, word, word, word. So I'm trying to do that. But please still follow me on um, Instagram. I post everything I do on there all the time. I'm have something to do tomorrow in Ponce. Um, Frankie J is my Instagram. So it's Frankie J, F-R-A-N-K-I-E-J mm-hmm. underscore music. Again, F-R-A-N-K-I-E-J underscore music. And it's not going to change for a while. But anything you want to know about me, because 
one thing I leave with people, I'm more than an artist. I'm not just an artist. I do so much more space styling, property management, whatever you think. Right. I'm balance, trying to balance things because <laughs> I want to be something. So Let's get just it. holler at me. And thank you for having me. This was it was so shocking. I was like, oh, yes, I want to do that. That was cool, right? And, no, for real. My girl was like, you got to cool. You already know. I'm like, nah. I told him to do it impromptu because I feel like I'm already a talker, but I can be more myself if I'm comfortable. My- and my anxiety was to the root, but... I feel better now. Nah, my stuff be mad chill out. Everybody always come on here and be bugging out like I'm like the FBI or the feds about to come in here. And I always tell people, man, it's real regular, man. I got you. We ain't going to do nothing crazy. Nah, so. it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you. Um, no, yeah. thank you for having me, for sure. For sure, man. Um, we're going to probably, I'm probably going to put this out on Wednesday. I'll definitely send you the link when we put it out. And, um, yeah, that's that's really it, man. That's it right there. 111. Well, thank you. Let's go, man. Speaking into existence, man. I'm with it. Frankie J, I hope you have a great rest of your Saturday. I shall, I shall. Have a good day. You too. The gang is all here, man. World Peace Podcast, episode 111. Divine number, I would say, man. I think that's a pretty divine number. Um, Yeah, we're going to drop this probably Wednesday. Subscribe to Show Discipline Magazine. Shout out to everybody who's tuning in. And yeah, man, we out this bitch. Peace. Intricate grease.